Welcome to season two of the Ublong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Braden, your host. As usual, super pumped up for this episode. Uh, we got a returning guest with us. Um, he is full of wisdom and a fantastic person, loves young people, and really wants them to succeed in life, succeed in their faith. Um, and so you know him. Lawrenceburg knows him. Who do we have with us? Mr. Matt Rawson. Oh, yeah. There he is. Matt Rawson leads the youth in Lawrenceburg. He's killing it. He's been itching to get back on the podcast, <laughs> and we got him back on. That's um, true. That is true. <laughs> super pumped uh, for what we're going to talk about. Uh, I feel like it's really real and coming from a, a genuine place that uh, can be used for others to, to really, you know, get better in this, in this area of life. Um, so, Matt, the people know you. Um, so we don't really need to say anything about you. You've been on here before, so they're like, oh, Matt Rawson? I remember him. Yeah. He's married. That, well, when did... Yeah, so I was going to say... The family's gotten bigger. The, the family has gotten bigger. Um, it's not a human, <laughs> but uh, the first time I was on, we didn't have my dog, but mm. now we have a dog, now Theo. Have a dog. He's nice. eight months old. He's a Pomsky, which if you don't know what that is, a Pomeranian and a Husky mixed. It's a good so mix. essentially, he's just going to look like a husky puppy his whole life, and That's so amazing. he's fluffy, he's full of energy, and uh, the perfect addition to the Rawson household no for, now. for now. For now, for so. <laughs> now, it's definitely the best of both worlds. Like for sure, a huskies are great, and mm-hmm. then in like puppy form, pretty much like that. I mean, can't get yeah. better than that. I mean, we don't have a fence in our backyard, and huskies are too big. I feel like to keep in the house, so mm-hmm. it's like the perfect mix. Yeah. I love huskies. But he's just going to stay smaller. Yeah. So it and works out. I can attest, he's got the energy. <laughs> <laughs> he don't stop. He, he don't no, quit. He's, but he, he's, he's excited. A, he's always. a good dog, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have a really pumped up energetic dog than like one that does nothing. <laughs> uh, well, I, I say that. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, okay, I wish you just do nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so their family grew. Uh, Theo is his name. Great dog. Love it. Um, I wonder if... Is the family going to grow in humans? Oh, yeah. I mean, eventually. I mean, eventually? Uh, we're just kind of, we're practicing, as they say, you know. <laughs> as married couples should do. Yes, as married couples should, yes. <laughs> so, Matt, got a, uh, I was looking, I'm always looking at, like, would you rather questions, mm-hmm. um, the tough ones. Like, try, I just love, like, challenging. Like, I just don't know which one to choose. But I was looking at a bunch of these um, the other day. And I had to decide on one. I was like, I need one that's good for Matt. Um, and this one isn't really specific to you, but I was like, I think this is a hard question. So mm-hmm. to kind of get this going, would you rather have a pause button in life or a rewind button in life? So if I hit pause, do I keep like continue? You keep moving, but, but everything else. else pauses. Time stops and then everybody else stops. Dang. And I would say rewind <clears throat> your 
you don't like like you're outside of it too so like when you get when you rewind and you get back there like you have the memory kind so of, i stay the same yeah but if i rewind a situation like it's not gonna situation just, changes but i'm still the same age yeah when I hit rewind yes so like you well man that's making it complicated it i'm not make, i'm not thinking years so i'm, I'm thinking, thinking like, i'm thinking more towards pause okay because um i mean we've all been in traffic mm. We've all been standing in line, either at a restaurant or at Disney World. Just mm-hmm. went to Disney World, Lance. I know you're going to like that one because <laughs> he keeps saying, did you go to Disney? Um, but you hit pause, but you keep going. You just go to the front of the line, hit hit play, and you're, you're at the there front you of the line. You're, you're there at five guys. You're, you're at the, you know, like, whatever you need to do. Yeah, so, yeah, I think that's that's what I'm leading toward. That's a, that's a tough question, though. It is. And there's a lot of parameters around it that – that we'd you have could kind of add about, or, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I'm going to go with pause. I like it. At first I'm thinking, you know, you're, you're outside of the, the pause situation and you're outside of the rewind. But like, if you get into rewinding like years ago, mm-hmm. then like that gets a little tricky. But yeah. I guess I was just thinking rewinding like moments like that just happened and you got to rewind like an hour ago for something <laughs> you're like, that shouldn't happen. So that like you're outside of it. Like, yeah. You sure. know what just happened. Yeah. Um, this reminds me of the movie Click. Yep, yep. Because <laughs> um, I was always like, I would love to pause time. Um, I'm on the same boat. I think like there's times where I have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I just like pause time, get this stuff done so it doesn't take up any of my time? Then I can yeah. like go back to whatever. For sure. <laughs> I think that would yep. be awesome. Yep. But sure. we can't do that. Nope. We only got a certain amount of time. That is true. So time and we is... can't rewind. Nope. Nope. We can't fast forward. Mm-mm. It's only the present. There's mm. a word in there, but I Somewhere. don't get too spiritual on <laughs> <in> that. <laughs> oh, man. That was... Click is an old movie. Adam Sandler <laughs> is a great actor. I'll just say that. My wife doesn't like him. And so anytime I try to watch one of his movies, she's like, Dang. I'm going in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, Adam Sandler's got some gold. For real? Like, you got to find it. You know, like he's got a lot of source material. Dang. So like, you kind of got to find those nuggets, you know, that are in there. But... I like him. I he's think he's great. funny. I think he's uh, got a lot of good movies. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. For real. Classic. Oh, my gosh. Waterboy. Another classic. <laughs> I mean, Click, like you said. Uh, was that one? Pixels? Like, even that's a good one. <laughs> like, it's kind of a kid movie. For but real. Like, I, I thought it was cool. And then uh, I think um, there was one on Netflix, too, that he, like, completely different. Like, he's um, uncut. Uncut gems. <laughs> <laughs> If you are on TikTok, you know what that's that's a uncut jams. Also, uh, I don't know if we should like promote that movie. I watched Probably it. Not. It's the most stressful movie I've ever watched. He just like yells at everybody. For real. His life is falling apart. Yeah. Uh, you're just on edge the whole time. Like if it's a very yeah. like there's not a break in the no, movie. No, <laughs> no. It's like I feel like that's what uh I don't know. I don't even know how to compare it to anything. It's like unlike any movie movie yeah. experience I've ever had. It's definitely different. But yeah, totally different from what he normally does. Um, but Adam Sandler, he's and he's a good basketball player too. Like, he hoops with like professional yeah, people. Yeah, and he's out there getting buckets. He's <laughs> and, wearing shorts. He's wearing, <laughs> he's wearing shorts down to his ankle. <laughs> but the waist is still at his waist, yeah. you know, like he's got shirts that like he, he can, he's the size large he's wearing like a triple x <laughs> but he, he's he's humble I, that's what i like about him man. that's true he, he is humble. i mean a lot of them people you know they got all the 
they got to dress for the uh, everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, and wearing the expensive stuff. Adam, he don't care. He'll wear no, whatever. I saw, I saw like a – it was a few years ago, but a fan gave him a T-shirt, and like a few days later, the paparazzi like took a picture, and he's just wearing that T-shirt, like <laughs> going dope. to get groceries. Like, you know, like it, <laughs> yeah. it's not like he wore it so that they would see. He had no idea they'd see yeah. it, but that's just how he is. That's, that's cool. You got to respect that for sure. If I could meet anyone – Adam Sandler would be high on the list to <laughs> to meet and hang out with. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, he seems just he's just real, you know. But. Well, we didn't come here to talk about Adam Sandler. <laughs> um even though we got into that a little bit. That's but okay. Um Matt, so you've been on twice before, I think, on just the once. podcast. Just, just once? once? Yeah. Just Are you once. sure? I promise. I could have sworn you've been on twice. All yeah. right. You've been on once. It's all um, good, though. I don't hold it personally or nothing. Good. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But to to be fair, you normally shoot these on Thursdays. Correct. I'm in Lawrenceburg on Thursdays. Sometimes it just so doesn't just, work yeah, out, doesn't you know? Out. I, I get it. But it's you graced, graced me with your presence today yeah. to be here in Florence. Yeah. I, I think what we're going to talk about today is important. Yeah. I hope that... <laughs> Bring, made the shed some light over. on some stuff so yeah the foggy drive over for real it was really foggy this morning i couldn't see the church when i pulled in i was like Uh-oh. did the rapture happen <laughs> the building went too like i, I didn't know <laughs> oh man <clears throat> so matt uh i asked you this in preparation uh for the podcast but for the people um don't really have an agenda but just kind of mm-hmm. like what uh what's god been doing kind of in your life what's he been teaching you kind of these last few few weeks kind of this this season right now and for sure in ministry and life really yeah so um you know as we were talking and like you said in preparation of today um you know one thing god has been showing me and really it was revealed to me this past weekend um i don't know when people are going to listen to this and maybe you know a year or two down the road <laughs> but eventually you know we took our youth group to a convention um, in Huntsville, Alabama this past weekend. And, you know, like there were some, some walls that I had kind of built up in my heart mm-hmm. just because of certain people that were there. And, um, you know, I had let kind of my personal opinions of not even necessarily the people themselves, but just ministries they were a part of and all mm-hmm. this stuff, you know, kind of hinder the Holy Spirit from moving in my life and so that whole first night man I was just really struggling with the just this um idea of being skeptical um being cynical Mm -hmm. you know towards you know certain people and um like I said it really hindered God from from speaking to me um and it wasn't until that next day that man he just began to break those walls down and I was actually open to receiving that you know Mm -hmm. because i think so many times we we let our personal opinions of people or ministry or whatever hinder what god really wants to speak to us and Mm -hmm. and how he wants to use people to speak to us and and so you know that skepticism that cynicism like all that was really built up in my heart Mm. and um you know god just spoke to me and said look you know if if people are, are operating in my name and it's not from me, like I'm the one that's gonna to handle that. Like mm. that's not up to you. Yeah. So what I believe he wants from us is just to be open, also be discerning, of course. I know you guys have talked about discernment. Mm-hmm. But we can't have these preconceived ideas and no uh preconceived notions of who people are without ever knowing their story, their context, their background, their heart, 
because we mm-hmm. can't judge people by their heart. Mm-hmm. Only God can really see, you know, and judge the intentions of the heart as well as actions. All we can see is people's actions. Mm. So we're not God. And so, um, you know, it, it really, when when I kind of recognized this and really just started praying, seeking forgiveness, man, it, it opened up just a, a whole new kind of level of freedom, mm. you know, for me. And I'm still working through that, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we're always being being made hopefully into the image of Christ. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I'm thankful, you know, that that happened because, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about this, you know, here in a few minutes, but just how that skepticism and being cynical ultimately I think is rooted in our pride. Mm. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of what God revealed to me yeah. you know, this past weekend and still showing me and still growing through yeah. for sure. That's super good. And I, I know I've, I deal with that a lot too. I think a lot of people deal with the like kind of just we focus a lot on the outside or the what we know about certain groups or certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like even people you know like personally or, mm-hmm. you know, come in contact with, you're like, you're just very like, you're skeptical of like, oh, they said this, but they live this way. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't need to listen to them. Or you just like, you shut things out in a church service because there's a certain person in church or there's a certain person leading that you Mm -hmm. don't like or and i think like you're saying it's going to hinder the holy spirit's ability to to change you to to move in the room um and so i think that's you know that's a very very good thing i think to to be able to admit you know realize and let god kind of get in there and and fix that stuff and so that's i'm glad that that that's happened i need more of that too because it's not good i mean i would say it's being skeptical of people being cynical you know all of that um is really being judgmental you know is Mm -hmm. we're judging them and when you when you think about it it's like i mean people judge us too probably and so it it goes both ways but um i guess i would ask why do you think why do we get skeptical of other people or their faith or or situations, you know, in the church or at conferences like that, or um, even just with like one-on-one people, you know, mm-hmm. that maybe want to talk to you about faith and stuff, and you're like, they ain't got nothing for me. Like, <laughs> I know who they are. I know what yeah. they do. Why? Why? Why do you think we get skeptical? You know, I think, like, kind of what I was alluding to, it, it hinges or it hinges on our pride and our belief of like, well this is how I grew up or this is what I knew. This is, this is what I've been taught. And with anything, I mean, not even necessarily spiritual things, but you know, uh, my dad, if he's, he's out there and he's working on, he's building a garage right now. Mm -hmm. And I think they're almost finished, but when he first started, he like had no idea how to build a garage. Mm. Anyway, like it, what does it like? It doesn't matter what you're building, but like these people, they have these ideas. Of, well, this is how I did it, and somebody comes with another idea mm-hmm. that may ha- may be better, mm. maybe more efficient. But because they've done something for so long and they've known it to work, regardless of whether it's more efficient or it's better, or whatever, they're like resistant to it because, mm. well, this is how my daddy showed me, so yeah. I'm gonna always do it this way. Mm-hmm. And I think we can get that way in the church. Like yeah. this is how I've read the Bible and this is where I've known it to be true. And you know, when, when things challenge our belief or cause us to think, you know, if we're not careful, our first response will be to be defensive. Mm-hmm. And that's something I am, am working on too. It's like, because at the end of the day, 
if if we know that there are foundational truths to this gospel walk and this Christian walk, that only way to heaven is through Jesus, and you know, sin is in the world, and the only way to be forgiven of sin is through Jesus. Like those are foundational, but like mm-hmm. there's so many other things I think we let distract us from the, the mission, which is to to display his glory through the world. And mm-hmm. we get so, and the enemy is like, here, if I can get them, just get them fighting about all this different stuff, then yeah. they're going to forget about the real mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, as we were, as you were talking, I kind of um, was reminded of Mark chapter 9, uh, verses 38 through 41. And it says, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone using your name to cast out demons, but we told him to stop because he wasn't in our group. Mm. Verse 39, Jesus said, Don't stop him. No one who performs a miracle in my name will soon be able to speak evil of me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. If anyone gives us even gives you even a cup of water because you belong to the Messiah, I tell you the truth, that person will surely be rewarded. And I love that. If, if anyone is for us, mm-hmm. they're not against us. Yeah. But so many times in the church, we try to look at it as this competition mm-hmm. and instead of wanting to join together because the enemy knows we're way less effective when we're divided, mm-hmm. when we're pitting one another against each other, instead of being unified through the cross, through what Jesus did, through the power of the Spirit to display the glory of God and share the gospel in the communities we live in, the less we focus on that, the more we're worried about styles of worship mm-hmm. or whether or not this person believes in speaking in tongues or whether this person believes in all these other things, like it, it just causes so much division. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just think it's because we would rather hold on to what we think to be true as opposed to seeking out the scriptures. Mm-hmm with an open spirit to say, God, if this is of you, make it clear. And if it's not, you know, let me go about it in such a way that I don't lose a brother or a sister Mm -hmm. because I'm so staunch in my belief and so harsh in my defense of my position. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm still trying to struggle with because I don't want to jeopardize the relationship or friendship that I have with another believer because Mm -hmm. They may believe something different than I do. As yeah. long as we both know that Jesus is the only way to heaven and that we can only be forgiven <clears throat> by him, all this other stuff that we we so we focus and spend so much time on is only distracting us from the mission. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the enemy loves that. Yeah. Whenever we're we're all divided and turning against one another and judging before we ever know any context or know anybody's heart or Mm -hmm. or hear their vision for why they do what they do. And that's what I felt, you know, this past weekend um, at the conferences. Here I was judging somebody on what other people had said. Mm. Yeah. Like there's videos, there's all kinds of stuff. Well, this is why so-and-so is not of the Lord. They're false teachers. Mm. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. Mm. And it's like, well, if that's true, it's not your position. It's not your job to yeah. bring them down. Mm-hmm. It's not my job Mm-mm. because God is ultimately the one who is the judge and the yeah. ruler of all. And if that, if, if they're truly false teachers, if they're truly deceiving people, one day they will be held accountable for that. Mm-hmm. And so while we are called to test the spirits, to discern the truth, 
We're also called to to speak in such a way that we lead people back to the truth mm-hmm. and, and grace and, um, you know, through calm speech, not having these just debates that are full of rage or full mm-hmm. of just defensive language. You know, it's, it's more of a, Hey, let's just have a conversation and let's see where we land. Yeah. And, you know, if, <clears throat> if we have scripture is supporting our beliefs and we know that, man, the spirit's moving, then, unity is going to take place not division mm-hmm. so. yeah yeah that's so good i think um the biggest thing to kind of hit in, hit on for for why you know we are skeptical and judgmental is the like how we grew up you know mm-hmm. and what we've been taught in our church what we've been taught what we just have grown to believe ourselves and that kind of like tradition of like well this is how i do it so it's the right way um and i think that's that's exactly why the religious teachers and pharisees judge Jesus and we're we're always you know testing him like oh are you doing this why are you doing this you're doing it this way for oh you can't heal on the Sabbath this and that mm-hmm. trying to put him in a put him in a corner and yeah. trying to just really they thought he was a false teacher almost like for they're sure. like he's not what is this who is this guy he's not the Messiah like he's doing this this way that's not how we do it um, and I think that all came <clears throat> from the the religion and tradition that they've been practicing and they are like almost a prisoner. Yeah. Like they were prisoners in the, basically the, the law, like mm-hmm. of there's, you can only do it this way. And Jesus came and wrecked, <laughs> wrecked yeah. everything. Yeah. And, um, I mean, they accuse the son of God for blaspheming yeah. the Holy spirit. <laughs> I'm like, like what? <laughs> I'm, it, it just blows my mind, you know, but again, if, if you really think about it, and I know like a lot of times people are like, how can they not see it? Jesus mm. is right in front of them. Yeah. I mean, just imagine though, if, if Jesus entered into this day and age mm-hmm. and was doing the things that he was doing <clears throat> and how we have, and I know back then they didn't have all this technology of computer software and editing and all this stuff to make things look crazy. I've seen these videos mm. where it literally looks like people are disappearing because people are so good at, you know, video yeah. editing and all this stuff. But I mean, I can just imagine, like, I would be probably just as skeptical of this, you know, Mm -hmm. like, just seeing it, because I I think even in your mind, you can't even comprehend, like, what has taken place. Like, this dude literally was paralyzed, and I was walking, like, what is going on, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I just almost feel bad for the Pharisees in a (laughs) sense, just because, like, they, like you said, they're so staunch in their belief, Mm -hmm. and they, they just couldn't even realize, and... I think a lot of it too was their pride mm-hmm. because even though they're seeing these things, they had took such a hard position that their heart, their hearts were hardened to the fact that even if they wanted to believe, mm. I think their pride kept them from saying, you know what? No, that is the son of God. Mm-hmm. I've made a mistake. I, and I mean, just think about how many times we, we do that. We, we get our hearts in such a position that we are hardened. And even when we realize we're wrong, it is so hard. It's like pulling teeth mm-hmm. to to admit it, to actually seek out forgiveness, to actually seek out uh, reconciliation for either a brother in Christ or someone that you know. It doesn't matter. We but we get so so defensive in our position that mm-hmm. we forget. Man, God's called us to. Uh, he's called us to seek out unity. He's called us to to be humble and ultimately, you know not have pride in and of ourselves, but just be who he's called us to be. Mm-hmm. And if our hearts are hardened to being open to um, 
correction or being proven wrong. It's like we just get so so wrapped up in being right mm-hmm. or wrong. Yeah, you know. I think you're hitting it right there. Is um kind of leading into you know we're talking about skepticism and all that, and mm-hmm. now it's you mentioned it in the beginning of pride, and yeah. that's I think kind of the root of it because I think most of the time it's like we're skeptical of what they're that person's doing or this group is doing mm-hmm. and it's like oh they're wrong they're doing it the wrong way but really i think it's more so as like i'm right like that's sure. the more like it's not about them being wrong it's more about your <laughs> i'm yeah. right yeah, I, yeah. the way i do it is right um and that that's the pride that's in there mm-hmm. that's um that's where skepticism if you let it keep going um the pride is going to get worse because that's the root of it. Mm-hmm. It, it is your prideful heart. And, um, and I've been there. Yeah. We've, I think we've all been there because sure. pride is, is selfish. That's, that's who we are in mm-hmm. human nature. But, um, I think there, uh, I think most people are on TikTok. I would have to say, um, I think most of like, if you're not our generation, you need to be following both of us <laughs> for real. We're, we're putting out the content, <laughs> that's man. True. We're rocking it. Yeah. Um, but there's stuff going around. I feel like it's, it's probably always been a thing, but with TikTok, it makes it easier. Yeah. Um, and it's people are, you know, making videos about faith, about church, about Christianity. And mm-hmm. it's people that are deconstructing their faith, people yeah. that have left the church. It's pastors. It's people who are, you know, are following Jesus right now. And they're just For making sure. videos about, about the faith, you know, this yeah. and that. And then there's, and there's people who are saying some pretty crazy stuff. People are saying some truth. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying some stuff that's just completely wrong. <laughs> um, but then you have people that'll duet the video or they'll play that video and then they'll come on the screen and they'll basically just tear them apart. Yeah. Um, and where I think some some people probably do it pretty well, they're pretty like graceful and calm and like just kind of like, well, this isn't really the kind of right teaching. And if, if it's something that's just way out of left field, I'm like, I'm I'm okay with that. Somebody needs to correct that. <laughs> but yeah, there's some of them like... Yeah, this feels good to be watching. For like, real. Think, I'm glad yeah. you said it, <laughs> yeah. you know, because we're all thinking yeah. that type of thing. Yeah, but there's sure. some people, you know, that's like saying something that's probably like, well, that's kind of, you could find that in the Bible. You can't, like, it's kind of up in the air. Yeah, yeah. And then there's people that come in and just, like, tear them apart of, like, no, this scripture says that, this and that. That's totally wrong. Can't do that. Yeah. I'm like, well, it really doesn't, it's not super clear. You know, it's kind of left up for mm-hmm. us to kind of discern about it. For sure. But these people just come in thinking they completely know everything yeah. and are like, and it's all full of pride. But at first they probably saw this video and they're very skeptical of like, mm-hmm. who is this person? Do they have the credentials to be teaching these followers, you know, these viewers yeah. what they're talking about? And then they got to come on and correct them and be like, no, I, I know what I'm talking about. I'm right. For and sure. it's, it, I see it all the time. You yeah. know, it's kind of flooding my TikTok page, which maybe it's because I, actually watch those videos yeah. longer so then yeah. it's going to get algorithms more. Yeah. like this guy he loves them. <laughs> yeah for real but like there's a lot of people like and it's not just one person that's doing a bunch of videos like i see there's a uh, there's, lot of there's different a lot people. yeah for sure. and it's just that that mentality of like you're gonna see somebody say this and it's not about them it's really not i feel like it's not coming from the right place for some people of like oh people need to know the you know the right thing that the bible says or they need to know the right um, kind of right aspect of what this person is saying and mm-hmm. but really it's just about the they're prideful of like no I have the right answer and people need to hear what I'm talking about and it's unhealthy it's causing I think division among Christians on social media where TikTok can be used for really awesome things I think social media can be used to spread the gospel um, and lift people up you know encouragement like no other 
um, but it's being used a lot right now for for division, for skepticism, for pride, really to run rampant almost. For sure. Well, I think you know what you're saying is exactly true, and I just I go back to well, what's what's the point of the argument, or mm-hmm. what's the point of trying to correct somebody? And I think that's the intention that we all have to examine within ourselves. Like you said, is it, I want this person to know I'm right and I want to be right. And like, if, is that, is that the only reason mm-hmm. or is it, you know what? I want them to, to see the truth. Mm-hmm. And my end goal is that they would see Jesus and mm-hmm. that they would turn to Jesus, yeah. not say, man, you're so smart. How did you know that? Like, mm-hmm. because then we get the glory for that. Yeah. You know, and I, I was while you were talking, um, was reminded of Second Timothy chapter two, uh, twenty four and twenty five. Well, twenty four through twenty six, because it's all good. If you're not <laughs> reading Timothy, I think we said this uh, last time. <laughs> we might have. <laughs> you need to get in there. It's for real. Uh, really, all that Paul wrote is incredible. But twenty four, it says, "A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone, mm. be able to teach, and be patient with difficult people." That's tough right there in and of itself. (laughs) 25, gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Gently Mm. instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. Mm. Then they will come to their senses and escape from the devil's trap, for they have been held captive by him to do whatever he wants. So that right there, gently instruct that's something that we do mm. not do well because no. we get so defensive. That's something that I do not do well. And I mm-hmm. think it's just the, the environment I grew up in playing sports and everybody's so passionate, everybody's so intense. Yeah. Like, And, you know, and there's there's intense Christians, man. There's people that I follow and they're just all up in your face. Yeah. And, and because, like, that's kind of my personality at times. Like, I think that's cool. But mm-hmm. at the same time, not everybody's going to respond to that. Yeah. Not everybody's going to hear that and say, man, that fires me up. You know, like, let's let's go share the gospel. Let's go to all the nations. Let's do it all. Like, <clears throat> yeah, like that's that might be for some people. But, mm-hmm. you know, those who oppose the truth, it says it right there, to gently instruct them mm-hmm. so that it doesn't say so that they'll know you're right mm-hmm. and then continue to live the way that they're living. But it says, no, gently instruct them so that God can redeem them so that mm-hmm. they can come to know the truth and escape the devil's trap and not continue to do whatever he wants them to do because currently mm-hmm. that's what's happening, you know? And and so I, I just I, I have to think about that verse a lot yeah. because, you know, God hasn't called us to just win arguments. Mm-mm. And he and I know people say, too, well, he's called us to win souls. Well, no, he's the one who wins the souls. Mm-hmm. Yes, he uses us to, to share our faith he uses us in terms of you know being the the vessel being the voice but mm-hmm. at the end of the day man the holy spirit is the one who draws people the one who convicts people of sin and guides them in all truth that's in the book of john right there mm-hmm. that's a free one uh and and so if we're trying to operate outside of that if we're trying to just win an argument and we're not seeing the end goal of that person that we're talking to them coming to know the truth man, we've already lost. Mm -hmm. And we may handle that in such a way that they are turned off from any believer that 
could ever talk to them in the future. But like, mm-hmm. no, you're just like this other guy who yeah. all he wanted to do was debate. Mm-hmm. All he wanted to do was argue. All he wanted to do was pump up his own pride mm-hmm. with his winning argument. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I just think that if we're going to really sow seeds that grow, like they have to be done gently. Mm-hmm. You can't just slam them on the ground and hope that they, they sprout up one day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a challenging word to hear because yeah. – that's the opposite of what our flesh wants to do. Mm-hmm. It wants to get riled up and, and get in an argument. Yeah, but for sure. Man, the Spirit wants to use us to instruct gently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we've gotten into it. I was going to ask, like, what's kind of the dangers of, like, this skepticism leading to pride, and now now you realize, or maybe you don't realize, but pride is the root of it. And, yeah. like, what's the dangers of not realizing that mm-hmm. um, and letting that grow? And I think we've gotten into it a lot, and it. It really has to do with your influence. Mm-hmm. I think if you're known now as the the skeptic, cynical, prideful person, like you ain't gonna be able to tell nobody about Jesus if that's no. the way you're living. Um, and I think pride, uh, man, pride is <laughs> it's it's one of the worst ones. Um, yeah. And it pride is just something I think that's very easily concealed mm-hmm. very easily kind of like you know it's there but you don't really kind of recognize it you don't do anything about it you know For it's sure. kind of like oh i'm i'm not prideful or whatever or this and that i'm doing it it's easy to to make excuses that you're doing things for a different reason or yeah. for the right reason when in reality pride is is the root of it and so what the bible talks about this um a lot because it's pride is literally like the opposite of of Jesus. It's mm-hmm. like you can't be prideful but also be a servant of the Lord. Um, and so, what's what's the big deal? Let's get more into it. What's what's so bad about pride? Like, what's what's going to happen if we're super prideful, or what um, if we let the skepticism skepticism grow? Yeah. And like, what's the danger with that? Well, I mean, I think you don't have to go very far in Scripture Mm-mm. to find the danger in that. Yeah. Um, you know, Genesis chapter 3, the fall of man, uh, you know, the, the serpent tempts Eve and starts to, to cast these seeds of doubt in her mind of whether or not, you know, what God said was true. And in Eve's distrust and um, really ultimately her pride of, you know what, no, I do deserve to be like God. I do deserve to know good and evil. You know, and so she she takes the bite of that apple or that fruit. We don't really know if it was an apple, but yeah, probably not. That's a minor doctrine. <laughs> I don't think it really matters. But that fruit, you know, that tree, mm-hmm. and then convinces Adam to do the same thing, and ultimately leads it leads to their demise because mm-hmm. at that time, man, everything was perfect, and God had created a beautiful, perfect, good creation, and man and god walk together face to face i can't even fathom that in my mm-hmm. mind right now like on this oh, yeah. earth yeah obviously we know that's coming mm-hmm. you know in glory but and and their desire to be like god is ultimately what led them to to sin and fall away and i think our desire to trust in our own path to trust in our own knowledge to trust in our own plan is what leads us further and separates us further from God. Hmm. You know, I think the the position of pride is saying, you know what, I'm good without you. I, I don't need you, God. Mm-hmm. I don't need your plan. I don't need your idea. Like, Or I think, too, and it's not even just a complete 
um, separation from God, but it's just trying to to add God mm. to what we've already got going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God's saying, no, like, I've called you to pick up your cross yeah. and die to your flesh daily. Mm-hmm. And the opposite position of pride is a complete desperation and mm-hmm. need of God to move every single day and every moment of your life. Mm-hmm. And so the dangers of that, of of not walking in that, of walking in pride, is that ultimately you're walking in direct opposition mm. of God himself. Yeah. And that is scripture, <laughs> that God opposes the proud, mm-hmm. but he gives grace to yeah. the humble. Yeah. And, and so I don't know. There's not a worse or more terrifying danger than being in direct opposition of the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. And to think that, well... God does. I mean, I'm just one person. Yeah. Like it's okay. Like God really, maybe He doesn't even see me. Maybe He doesn't even you know know that I'm just kind of doing my own thing. Like, no, He knows because mm. He made you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he knows and He desires that you would want and desire Him just as much as He desires this relationship with you. And so, if if we're constantly just trying to do things our own way, and and we wonder. Well, why are so many bad things happening? Why why am I anxious? Why am I depressed? Why am I just always turning and and it seems like I'm not even seeing any doors at all. I just keep running into the same wall over, mm. over and over because you're trying to do it your way. Mm. And the the enemy, he he does a funny thing where he he makes it seem like whatever temporary success we feel on our own is going to satisfy. Mm. You know in those moments when we mm-hmm. we choose something over God, mm-hmm. no matter what it is, it might feel like, man, this is exactly what I needed until that feeling runs out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, I'm going to go over here and look for it. Yeah. I'm over here. And like, it's a constant search mm-hmm. and God just desires that we would be desperate for him and, mm-hmm. and want to know him and seek his face daily through his word, through prayer, through worship, through community, all of these ways that God is revealing himself and, so many times we walk away from that because we think we know better mm-hmm. and we're in direct opposition to God. And that's yeah. a terrifying thought. Yeah, definitely. It, uh, there, I feel like there's tons of verses that talk about pride um, and they're all kind of similar because obviously they're all going to mm-hmm. result of the same thing. But Proverbs sixteen eighteen says pride goes before destruction mm. and haughtiness before a fall. And so it, Right there. What does pride lead to? Destruction <laughs> leads to the fall. You talk about in Genesis that yeah. led to the fall of man. Mm-hmm. Um, their their pride, Adam and Eve's pride of thinking, oh, I'm going to be able to know as much as God, yeah. you know, um, and that led to their fall. And another uh, story in the Bible that makes me think of is Peter when Jesus is telling them, like, you're going to deny me uh, mm-hmm. three times before the rooster crows, and Peter's like adamant, like. <laughs> Heck no, that ain't gonna happen. No I can't. Way. I'm not gonna deny yeah. you. And um, full of pride, like he knows. Mm-hmm. Like I've been following you for this long. I've done this and this. Like why would I do that? Like I am a follower of you. I'm not gonna deny you. And uh, so he's he's full of pride, just like mm-hmm. going back at Jesus. Like <laughs> he's seen everything Jesus has done, and Jesus is telling him what's gonna happen. And you would think maybe that he'd take a moment and be like, wait, why? Why is Jesus saying this? But he's. He's firm in his belief, thinking he's right. And what ends up happening? Exactly what Jesus said. And the pride led to the fall, and Peter ended up denying him three times. Mm-hmm. And then the rooster crows, and then he realizes <laughs> what had happened. Yeah. And 
and like he, that could have been prevented. He he could have stood up for Jesus, you know, if he if he would have let the set the pride aside mm-hmm. um, and listened to what Jesus was saying. But man, Peter was like, I'm I know what I'm talking about, just yeah. like everybody else that's thinking they know exactly. They they use their past as as kind of the um, the reasoning of like, oh, I know what I'm gonna do, or I know I'm right. I know this is gonna happen because of what I've done before. Yeah, and that don't matter. The pride built up is gonna is gonna lead to the fall um thankfully though peter ended up being used yeah in fantastic glorious ways for god um because god uses the prideful sure. god uses the, the sinner um and peter messed up you know he the pride yeah. led to the fall but then jesus redeemed him you know mm-hmm. jesus brought him back and that's that's the thing that i always want to you know include is like Yes, we don't need to pride, be prideful. It's going to lead to destruction. Going to mm-hmm. lead to even others maybe falling away from the Lord. But the Lord can always still use you. There's always still redemption available, For sure. forgiveness available. Because I mean, that's the story of the gospel. Like, yeah. grace is still there. Mm-hmm. Just because you've been prideful in your past, or even now, you're realizing, like, man, I've been operating in a lot of pride. You can bring that to the Lord. <laughs> yeah, you can, just yeah. like I mean, you and I were talking exactly, about, God yeah. is doing that, and that's like God mm-hmm. can. It doesn't matter how many videos you made <laughs> trying to correct people. It doesn't matter how many times you've gone into a church service and just totally tuned everything off because of yeah. who's in the room. Like, yeah. God can can use you still. God can fix that in you. God sure. can heal that. Um, I think that's the like. I don't ever want to talk about faith or things like that without or like talking about being better without actually on the other flip side of like, there's still grace for sure. Well, one of the cool things, and and this kind of goes hand in hand, what you're just saying is, you know, that second day of that conference, you know, when God just began to break down those walls and, you know, it was crazy. It was, uh, it was our students that Mm -hmm. really kind of started to reveal that in me. Like I would look around at our students and how they, they don't care. Mm -hmm. They don't care who's on the stage. They don't care that, you know, there's this awesome uh, worship band up there that, you know, a lot of people know. They don't care about that. Mm-hmm. They're just worshiping. They're listening. They're taking notes. And yeah. I'm like, here I am, <laughs> yeah. supposedly the leader of this ministry, one yeah. of the leaders of this ministry. Mm-hmm. And, like, in my own pride and, and heart, mm-hmm. I'm closing off the opportunity for the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit to speak to me. Yeah. And so, like, God used them and mm-hmm. their example to, like, reveal things to me and the next day, uh, one of the speakers, he said, you know, not only did God make you, but he is continually making you. Mm. And so, you know, for those listening that, you know, maybe you're finding yourself in this similar situation, um, or the state of mind, just know that, like you just said, man, there is grace. Mm -hmm. Um, there is a plan that God wants for you and, you know, don't let skepticism or being cynical or, pride or doubt or whatever it is hold hold you back because Mm -hmm. that's on you you know it's not on other people Mm -hmm. this this walk that we are trying to live out you know it's it's us that's going to be held accountable and you know we we're going to be judged about what we did uh with the gift we received and Mm -hmm. you know if if we're trying to do things our way or if we're not listening to other people who are on the same team, mm-hmm. you know, I don't be like the disciples and said, Jesus, there's people casting out demons in your name, but they're mm. not a part of our group. Yeah. Like, what do we do? 
like I think the disciples, <laughs> the disciples expected Jesus to say, "Oh, you go over and shut them down." Yeah, yeah. You know, make sure that they're not doing that. No, mm-hmm. Jesus, like, if they're not against us, then they're for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think by then they notice, like, okay, there's <laughs> yeah. these guys that are actively trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. You know, because they think they're teaching things that are not right. They're mm-hmm. not truthful. But then there's these other guys that are using God's name. They are casting out demons in the mm-hmm. name of Jesus, and they're like they're more worried about that than they are the Pharisees who yeah. are like, "You guys are all <laughs> blasphemous, yeah. and y'all are crazy, and we're trying to kill you." you know, like yeah. it, it's just insane, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, you know, just I, I really think about how, man, God is is really showing that to me, and and um, you know, we live in a a pretty crazy area, like mm-hmm. in in the South where. There's a church on every street corner, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But how often do you see those churches coming together mm-hmm. to display unity to the communities around them? Hardly ever. Never. <laughs> Hardly ever. If like maybe once handful, a year, yeah. a handful mm-hmm. of times. And and I just, man, it breaks my heart because, man, there are people out there in the world that need to hear that there is more to this world. There's more to this life. Mm-hmm. And it's not in TikTok followers. It's not in Instagram followers. It's not mm-hmm. in money. It's not in cryptocurrency. It's not getting a Tesla. It's not all the stuff that we we put so much value in. Mm-hmm. And it's only in Jesus. Yeah. And having a relationship with him and walking in his purpose. And in order to do that, you got to lay your pride to the side. Mm-hmm. You have to lay down your plans and say, you know what, God, here I am. Here I am. Send mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, I, I'm available. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Yeah, you posted that song. I right love there. it. Yeah. You know, uh, I hear you call. I am available. Like mm-hmm. that is, that's a simple prayer, mm-hmm. but I think it's powerful. Yeah. It's very if, humble. It's very humble. Prayer. But, you know, we we just think we know better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I know better. Same. You know, but, man, God, he, he wants to use us. And he can't use us if we're in direct opposition of him. That's true. And when we're walking in pride, mm-hmm. that's what we are. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be opposing <laughs> God. <laughs> Me neither, no. And that not only does God want to use you, God also, I feel like, uses other people to impact some other people. And yeah. so I think, um, and I, I don't want to claim this as my own thought because it's not because I was actually watching a TikTok of people, um, this podcast of these guys talking. And sometimes I think we... We think that we can't receive a word, we can't receive an encouragement or even a correction or, or anything from somebody because of, like, maybe they're doing it in vain or maybe they're mm-hmm. in the wrong or they're you know what they do behind closed doors or they yeah. are living a completely different life. Mm-hmm. Um, but God could still use them to to give you a word you need, yeah. but you could your pride could shut that out mm-hmm. and it could block could put up a blockade For of sure. what the Holy Spirit could do in your life. Like you were saying earlier yeah. of like you went into that convention with the walls, with the already preconceived notions, with mm-hmm. the skepticism, what's going to happen? Who's going to be up here? Yeah. What are they going to be wearing? You know, <laughs> what, what are they going to talk about? Like, yeah. and all of that, if you would have let that stay up, if you would have let those walls stay up, like none of this probably would have happened. God no. probably wouldn't have been able to do this in you if you let mm-hmm. that keep growing, if you let the walls get thicker and, and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you you blocked what, what God was going to do in your life. Yeah. And I think that's what pride will do For sure. is, you know, there's people that, yeah, they might be, they could be living a sinful life, but they could also, you know, just be 
really struggling, but they could, you yeah. know, love God and they could actually have something that that could help you. You don't even know, but you won't sure. because you <laughs> you don't even give them the chance because you think that you're yeah. completely right and, and like it. You just nope, they got nothing for me. And that's the same thing with with even a church or with yeah. a with a pastor. You know, you might be like that pastor is so like ingenuine. He only cares about himself or cares about a select group of people. I'm like you got to set that aside and like yeah. the Lord can still speak through them. I think mm-hmm. of David, like <laughs> David did everything wrong. And like yeah. he, he slept with Bathsheba, his, one of his most trusted, you know, warriors, friends, wife mm-hmm. slept with her. She got pregnant. Mm. <laughs> Terrible. And then <laughs> he ends up killing her husband. Her husband. Yeah. Somebody he knew, somebody that was on his team mm-hmm. and like, he was doing everything wrong. So would it be okay for me to be like, David was terrible. I, I can't believe he did that. I'm, yeah. I'm stop reading right there in the Bible. That story, whenever that ends right there, I'm done reading. Yeah. Like, no, keep reading. Yeah. God used him still. And mm-hmm. so if God can use somebody like David who, I mean, I, I don't know many people that, that cheated on somebody and then had their husband killed because of what happened. I don't know anybody like that. And, if God can still use David to speak to us now mm-hmm. and probably then too, David was still used to, to bring glory to God. Like then that, that friend, you know, that is living a double life they they can still be used yeah. that pastor that maybe struggles with pride or struggles mm-hmm. with whatever God can still speak through them. For sure. And so I think that's a, a way to look at it. Of like there's man, there's people in the Bible that royally screwed up. Yeah. Um, full of pride, but God was still able to use them to speak to others. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be careful. I got to be careful not well, to let the pride, you know, block what God is going to do. You know, I think too, like, and I'll just say this real quick. I know we're, we're kind of knee deep in it, but, uh, you know, it's funny how you were mentioning a lot of these TikToks about people who were in the church. Maybe they were hurt by the church mm-hmm. and maybe they, um, are no longer a part of the faith, but they're using other people and other Christians mm-hmm. as examples for why God is not real. Mm. Well, if if God was real, this person wouldn't act this way. Yeah. If God was real, they wouldn't be living a double life. Mm-hmm. Well, did Jesus leave the disciples after Judas turned on him? Mm. Did, the, did the disciples leave Jesus? I don't know if I said that right. Did the disciples leave Jesus after Judas turned on him, no, Mm-mm. because their faith wasn't built on Judas. Mm. Their faith was in Jesus. Yeah, and if if other people are the standard, if we're constantly looking to other people for our motivation, for our perseverance mm. in the faith, mm-hmm. we're never gonna get to the point God wants us to. Because then that's pride in and of itself to think, well. This must not be real because that person is not living the way that they're supposed to. Or mm. you, on the flip side, yeah, man, I feel like I'm I'm doing things great because I do not live like they do. Mm. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you think. If mm-hmm. your faith is not built on who Jesus is alone and the example that he set, you're living in pride. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I see all these, and it's heartbreaking to see these people that they're deconstructing from their faith because they've been hurt by the church, mm-hmm. which is full of imperfect people who need just as much grace as they do. Yeah, and they they say, you know what? No, I know better. Mm-hmm. I know that this is all fake, mm-hmm. and the devil has 
he has blinded their minds and blinded their eyes to the fact that, no, this is real mm-hmm. and that Jesus is alive. He did defeat the grave, and he's coming back again. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, what what do we have to lose to mm-hmm. give up our lives for the sake of his? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I just think sometimes we just hinge our faith on what other people do or don't do. Mm-hmm. And we, we judge ourselves based on other people instead of just looking at the life of Jesus and say, well, does my life measure up to his? Is Am I getting closer to being more like him? Because mm-hmm. that's the path of sanctification. Mm-hmm. The path of sanctification is not that you look more like your pastor. Mm-mm. Because he needs just as much grace. Yeah. Like, has God anointed him? Has God uh, put him in that position? Absolutely. And... If, if they're not supposed to be there, God will find a way for them to get <laughs> removed from yeah. that position. Mm-hmm. But, again, our measuring stick is not other people. It's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think we can get wrapped up in a lot of pride in that way of thinking that we're better than other people. Or we choose to not follow the Lord because mm-hmm. other people give us a bad example of that yeah. mm-hmm. and therefore choose the prideful way of just completely deserting God. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah. it's both dangerous, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and you have to be very, very careful mm-hmm. about how you, how you operate in that way. But yeah, that's so good. It's, I think, I mean, that's a great place to, to wrap things <laughs> up. I think you, you, you know, great final thoughts right there for mm-hmm. the people to listen to that. Um, man, you said something, I was like, Holy cow. The, um, the disciples, you know, they, their relationship with Jesus, you know, wasn't based on Judas. Yeah. It was based on Jesus. So mm-hmm. that's so good. Man, Matt, thank you so much for, for being on here and sharing yeah. your heart, you know, your wisdom, what God's been doing in your life. I think this will be helpful. Hopefully this is challenging to you. Hopefully it's helpful and um, mm-hmm. hopefully it's going to help change, you know, change yeah. your life, change, uh, get that pride out of you. But Matt, appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity to come back on. For Looking sure. Looking forward to the next time. Yes, sir. It's a All great right. time. Thank you, listeners, from for watching or not watching this one's audio. Thank you for listening uh, <laughs> on whatever you're listening to. Um, but peace out. See you guys next week. Deuces.